Hi, I'm Alexa. And I'm Rory. And together we are... The The Romies! We are married. To each other. (laughs) Right. We are a touring musical duo. And our music has taken us to all kinds of places all around the world and keeps us always on the go. So we hope you enjoy our stories and adventures while running around working to keep all your plates spinning. And we hope to facilitate your busy lifestyle and feed your inner travel bug. Mm Mm-hmm. Greetings! We are still in Louisiana and we actually have football game going on in the room next door. So y'all can hear the roaring fans and the big crowds. We were just talking about it's funny that they had the... empty. Yeah. Yeah. But there's crowd noise, which is annoying because I'd rather Mm. hear what the players... I liked it better in the first half of the season when you could hear what the players were saying. That was fun. Instead of, you know, the simulated Now you have a hard time hearing the announcers over the crowd noise, Mm. which is fake. Ugh. Anyway. Well, did you know fake rhymes with quake? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Mm, the girl from the uh, Avengers. From, oh, uh, I mean, from Shield. Uh, Shield. Yeah, Quake. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about her. If you want to. She's a little bit hot sometimes. Mm-hmm. We can talk about her. <laughs> How about we talk about safety and earthquakes? Oh, okay. All, All right. right. Since- that was exciting. <laughs> but probably more important. <laughs> Possibly. Before you have an earthquake, now you might not be in an earthquake area. Um, if you are in California, you are guaranteed to have one. We just don't know when. And earthquake preparedness is a little harder than what we talked about in our previous episode with tornadoes and hurricanes because those are much easier to forecast for meteorologists. And, you know, there's just so much, it's just so easier, so much easier to track. So, um, so we just you don't know when an earthquake's going to come, so get with your family and housemates to plan now what you will do before, during, and after an earthquake. Once an earthquake is over, you might have to live with the risk of fire or lack of utilities and basic services and the certainty of aftershocks. So plan now and you'll be ready. Uh, so, you know, everything that we've talked about in our previous episodes still apply. You still need your go bag. You still need all of those goodies. And uh, the FEMA website, ready.gov, gives you additional checklists from everything to cybersecurity, to chemical emergencies, to bioterrorism. So any kind of emergency that you might face or disaster, uh, pretty much everyone includes having that emergency supply kit, which we talked about in episode 94, and then having a family emergency plan. And in that supply kit, make sure you have digital versions of all your important documents and things like that, which we've also talked about in previous episodes. So catch all those if you haven't yet. So make sure each family member has an emergency supply go bag that's easy to get to, easy to grab at home, at car and work. Like don't make a go, go bag and then like stuff it in the back corner of, you know, garage behind, you know, three stories of something. You need to make it where it's easy to get to and make sure all your family members know what your plan is, that you're going to be equipped. Um, if you do those things, you'll be equipped for almost anything that's going to come your way. And if a lot of you are like us and always on the go, then your purse, your backpack, or whatever type of office work bag you might have with you is also going to contain a lot of those items already, like you know, cell phone charges, for example. So having these things in place beforehand will allow you to have peace of mind, and you're going to be able to relax and enjoy the times that you are away from home. So, here are some tips for reducing household hazards. Yes, because most injuries happen because of items falling on you in an earthquake. And I have a friend who learned that most 
car accidents happen within a few miles of home. Um, mm. And so as a precaution, he moved. Well, that's good. Yep. That's smart. I thought that was wise. So other household hazards. Reduce, reducing household hazards. Inspect your home for possible hazards, including the following. Are walls securely bolted to the foundation? Well, I hope so. Are all or wall studs attached to the roof rafters with metal hurricane clips, not nails? Probably not. <laughs> Fix any potential weaknesses in your building. That goes a long way with the house we just bought. <clears throat> uh, do you know where and how to shut off utilities at the main switches or valves? We talked about that in one of our previous episodes. Listen to that one. Are chairs or beds near windows, mirrors, or large pictures? Arrange furniture so that chairs and beds are away from windows, mirrors, and picture frames. <laughs> are heavy items stored on shelves more than 30 inches high? Place heavy or large items on lower shelves. Are there large unsecured items that might topple over or fall? Are you extra tall? Might you topple over or fall? I've just decided to lie in there. That was, that was good. Yeah, You're a thanks. songwriter. Yeah. I am not extra tall, so that would not apply to me. So make you sure you secure your large appliances and um, your large appliances and, and uh, relatives, especially your water heater with flexible cable, braided wire, or metal strapping. And, yeah, anyway. Uh, identify top-heavy freestanding furniture, such as bookcases and china cabinets that could topple over, I like that word topple. Secure your furniture by using one of the two topple methods. It doesn't say topple, right, how but about methods. Anti topple methods. Anti topple methods. Number one L brackets, corner brackets, or aluminum molding to attach tall or top heavy furniture to the wall. What a second one is number two eye bolts to secure items located what? a short distance from the wall. I don't know what an eye bolt is. What's an eye bolt? An eye bolt. It's a bolt that ends in an eye. Like the letter I? No, like, like a circle. Eyeball? Like an eyeball. Like you can look through it. It's an eye bolt. I can't so believe you know what an eye bolt is. Yeah, Why basically. Why don't we call it a circular bolt? Because the bolt's not circular. That's it's got true. an eyeball on it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, install sliding bolts or childproof latches on all cabinet doors. Are poisons, solvents, or toxic materials stored safely? Store all hazardous materials such as poisons and solvents <laughs> safely. In? In a sturdy, latched or locked cabinet. In a well-ventilated area away from emergency food or water supplies and cats. Yes. I added the cats part. Yeah, but that's good. It's smart. Mm. See, this is why I married you, because you're smart. I'm brilliant. We're going to include links in the show notes to additional tips. Um, you know, links you can go to for additional tips on preparing your house for potential emergencies and catastrophes such as an earthquake. That's right. So you can plan now to be safe during an earthquake. Yes. So how you do that is to practice drop, cover, and hold on. Not stop, drop, and roll. That's no. fire. Right. And we're going to... I even have a note there that that's yep. fire. See? But earthquake drop, is drop, cover, cover and, and hold, hold on, on for dear life. So practice that. And, you know, think about which furniture you might use if you happen to be home. Keep your shoes on and a working flashlight next to each bed. And you might even want to keep your emergency kit under your bed if it's like a grab, grab and bag go, whatever I'm trying to say. Um, identify safe spots in every room, such as under sturdy desks and tables. Learn how to protect yourself no matter where you are when an earthquake uh, strikes. And that's why you need to have your go bag in your car, at work, at home. Or take boxing, karate, something like that so you can protect yourself no matter where you are or when an earthquake, earthquake strikes. Yes. Thanks, Roy. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> Another thing you can do in addition to all those wonderful things is to make sure you have a fire extinguisher 
And uh, if you don't know how to use it properly, your local fire department can help you out with that. Teach everyone in your household how to use emergency whistles and or to knock three times repeatedly if they're trapped. Um, that was my emergency whistle. Well, that's good, but we actually have whistles in our emergency go bags. I actually bought whistles. Oh. And one of the whistles I have, you can um, put like little, a coach's it's, whistle? It's like waterproof. It's waterproof, and you can stick like little documents or like a little thumb drive inside of it. In Your the whistle, whistle. yeah. Well, then it's not going to whistle. Everyone knows that. Not this one. This cool. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> anyway, you can buy cool whistles that have multiple, you know, or like it has a jackknife. Like a tack light. Yeah. Okay. Attached to it. It's like multi use. All right. Identify the needs of household members and neighbors with social, with special, special requirements or situations. If they need wheelchair, walking aids, special diets, or medication, just keep all that in hand, you know, in mind, and be prepared to take care of your family. Take a Red Cross first aid, um, CPR training, and know the location of utility shut shutoffs. We've already talked about this. Keep your tools nearby, and um, install smoke alarms. Test them monthly. Change the battery once a year, or when your alarm reminds you that you need to do a battery, change your battery because it, it just goes, mm-hmm. and you're like, you should, shut you up. You should work with your neighbors too to identify who has skills, <laughs> right? And resources. Mm. Maybe you got a rich neighbor with good skills, mad skills that will be yes, useful in an emergency. Our previous neighbors were like, fix it, everything uh-huh. people that we love, and see? they can do all that That's stuff. Right. They can rebuild anything. So, so check with your neighbors. Check with your city or county to see if there's community emergency response team, a CERT, or a fast action response team. Mm-hmm. In your area. If not, ask how to start a fast action response team. Yep. You can be proactive with your safety. Mm-hmm. So if, in case of a fire, make sure, again, all your fire alarms are working and in place and that your family knows their escape routes and teach household members to stop, drop, and roll if their clothes should catch on fire. So stop, drop, and roll for fire. Drop, cover, and hold on for, for earthquakes. earthquakes. All right. Back to earthquakes. And now to respond after, After an earthquake, an earthquake. so you've had your before, earthquake, again. you've had the earthquake, so now what? When, emergency, when an earthquake starts, grab your emergency preparedness kit. Remember, mm-hmm. drop, have it with you, cover, and hold on. Get down on the ground under a table or a desk that is sturdy. Keep your emergency preparedness kit nearby so you'll have the supplies you need. Keep, Keep. clear of windows, glass may shatter from the shaking. We mentioned that earlier. Never stand under objects that can fall on top of you like a large bookcase (laughs) or a large relative. If you're in bed, cover your head and neck with pillows, not with each other. And if if you're you're at home, home, mm -hmm, don't go outside. Stay off the roads. Stay off the roads. If you're outside, move away from buildings which can collapse. Hello. Stay in an open area where there are no trees, buildings, or power lines. And why is that? Because they'll fall on you. If you're driving when an earthquake strikes. But not if you're standing there. I mean, if you're not standing there, they won't fall on you. I'm saying pull over to a large open area that's not under trees or power lines. Set the parking brake and stay in the vehicle. If you're at school, work, or any shopping area, don't take the elevator. Hello. Take the stairs. Hmm. After the shaking stops, check for damage and injuries needing immediate attention. All right, so hopefully that helps give you a little bit more pointers that are specific to an earthquake. And thank you for listening to all of our emergency preparedness. Mm -hmm. You'll hear repetitious things that happen again and again and come up again and again in each scenario. Yes. So. So have your emergency bag, have your family plan, at least do those things. Have your documents ready. Stay away from windows, apparently. And and, and don't drive in floods. And large relatives that can fall on you. Right. Everyone got that? 
like your cousin. He's giant. He's like six. He's six nine, nine, and I'm five feet. If he fell on you, I don't know that how would we're bad. related, but so we are. An earthquake, stay away from him. Okay. Okay. We'll do. Unless we strap him to the wall, and then that's okay, maybe. Yeah. Or put an eyeball through him into the wall. Right. That wouldn't be very pleasant. We hope we've inspired you this episode. So join us next time. Please subscribe to, rate, and share our podcast with your friends. Or, you know, whomever. And please like and follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. We're also on Twitter. And on all social platforms, we are at The Romies. That's T-H-E-R-O-A-M-I-E-S. And our main hub is our website. At www.theromies.com. That's right. That's T-H-E-R-O-A-M-I-E-S.com. We'll be there until next time. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.